This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you want to talk about Houston sports, there's one guy to talk to. And you can talk to him if you live in Houston on Sports Radio 610. He's now in the Odyssey family. But John McClain spent, John, was it 46 or 45 years with the Houston Chronicle? 45 years for the Houston Chronicle. Now I write five columns a week, do three podcasts, and six radio shows for sportsradio610.com. So you retired to work See, more. Yeah, John, I got to sit down. <laughs> we got to talk to you and our buddy Tim May, who covers the Buckeyes for Letterman Row, about the fact that you guys both retire and you're working more now. This is ridiculous. John McClain, what are you doing? I retired from the Chronicles so I could collect my pension and do commercials on the radio because newspapers don't allow you to do any endorsements. So you've, you've cashed in. You're my hero. John McClain joining us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. John, thanks for your time. We appreciate you being with us. My pleasure. Browns and Texans. If there are two teams who you thought, eh, they're probably not playoff bound next year, I think the Texans would have been in that conversation, and then D'Amico Ryan shows up, and the Browns might have been in that conversation for some folks. What do you, what do you think of the two teams meeting here at this time of the year? Well, I saw people picking the Browns to win the division if they thought Watson would bounce back from a terrible last season and inactive the pre-season before. And I know he struggled except for that last half in Baltimore before he had his surgery. And uh, so the fact that they're there is only a surprise because of the injuries at quarterback. And, of course, offensive tackle. Not many teams got top three tackles on IR, and they're still – favored to win a wild-card game and advance into the divisional round, which is a testimonial not just to Kevin Stefanski, but Jim Schwartz, coaches, players, especially the defense. And now, of course, Joe Flacco, who's authored one of the most amazing comebacks in NFL history. And um, I'm fired up to see this game. You know, Flacco just obliterated the Texans secondary on Christmas Eve, and people here think, well, C.J. Stroud's back. That's going to make a difference. Browns are still favored by two. I picked the Browns by four. I think a lot of people here who are picking with their head and not their heart will pick the Browns to win this game. And the main reason, defense, but also Flacco has been better in the playoffs in his career than regular season. So from the outside looking in, John, what do you think of Joe Flacco coming out of retirement from throwing balls to his brother and his dad, dad at local high school fields into the NFL and just rolling? What do you think of this? 
I saw an interview where he said he played a lot of pickleball, and from every, everybody plays pickleball, talks about how great it is to keep you in shape. And I think having this time off, and the fact is he didn't play much for the Jets during those three years. So his body has been replenished, and, you know, the heart and the mind certainly haven't gone. It's a great opportunity. I thought it was hilarious in that interview I saw where he couldn't even say how much money he was getting from the Browns. And not that he needs it, of course, when he Super Bowl MVP and then became a free agent. He got, for what at the time, was the biggest contract in history. So, And the fact that he's such a good guy, such a laid-back guy, and kind of like a big cahoot. <laughs> and uh, every who wouldn't pull for a guy like that? And I I picked Baltimore to win the Super Bowl before the season. So if Baltimore wins it, I'd brag a little bit. But I'd really like to see, as somebody who's covered the NFL for 47 years, the Lions and the Browns in the Super Bowl for two reasons. The long-suffering fans and the long-suffering media. I don't care about the coaches, the general managers, the owners. But my friends at Cleveland, who and I started covering the Oilers in 1977, and I would like to see the Browns get to a Super Bowl for the media. That's fun. I, I like that. John McClain joining us from Sports Radio 610 in Houston. And real quick, Jeff, I'm not going to lie. Dan Campbell on Radio Row would also be worth it. Uh, or that, Dan, Dan Campbell, Campbell at Super Bowl Media he, Day? Holy mackerel. He would be. He's a native Texan from Texas A&M and right up the road from us. And it'd be a great story for both teams, both fans. It might be the highest ticket in NFL history. It's fabulous. John, Flacco, after he left Baltimore, didn't have a whole lot of success. He had a great game against the Browns. He threw a bunch of passes in a number of games last year for the Jets, but the Jets weren't very good. And Flacco's one-loss record, for whatever that's worth, wasn't very good as well. What do you make of the fact that he was sitting there no team called him. Quarterbacks are dropping like crazy around the NFL, but nobody seemed to want to give him a, a chance until the Browns, in desperation, looking for a fourth guy to start a quarterback, picked up the phone and called him. Well, now I saw a story out of New York that said the Jets called him. No, his agent called the Jets, and they said, we're good. You know, they're good with Zach Wilson and a couple of the other guys Simeon. that played. Simeon, and who's the guy? Uh, Tim, Tim something, I forgot his Tim name. Boyle. Yeah, Tim Boyle. I think he's actually here on a practice squad. And so I think maybe a lot of it had to do with his age. In fact, he won only, what, three games in the last four years, something three like four, three yeah, years. Three, Already won more now with the Browns than he did with, during that whole period. And everybody, well, let's see, Franco's, what, 40 now? He's, I mean, actually, look, he's 38, but he'll be 39 in, in January, and by the way, in early Happy birthday to Flacco on Tuesday. We told D'Amico Ryan's next week, Flacco's your age. He goes, oh, he's young. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. C.J. Stroud, I wrote a column that's on SportsRadio610.com now. Stroud was seven when Flacco was winning two games as a rookie and losing the AFC Championship game, Pittsburgh. Texans would love for, for Stroud to have that kind of rookie playoff. And then Stroud was 12 when Flacco won a Super Bowl and was Super Bowl MVP. And uh, so it's interesting, the young versus all, the experience versus no experience. And I think it's a tremendous story. You got the two leading candidates for Coach of the Year. 
I think Stefanski will win it. I know Sports Illustrated listed their their honors, and they had Coach of the Year. Stefanski and, and Ryan's had four first place, four second. Stefanski won because somebody put him third and D'Amico Ryan's fifth. And I think anybody put D'Amico Ryan's fifth for the best coaching job this year, seven wins more than they had last year, I think they ought to have to disclose their name so we can see what's their problem. John McClain joining us. You can listen to him 610 Sports Radio down in Houston. Of course, you can read him on the Odyssey app, all that kind of good stuff. He's he's the legend. John, what has been the most impressive thing you've seen watching C.J. Stroud week in and week out? The way he makes good decisions and his accuracy, he uh, is really smart with the ball. And one of the reasons is, well, I don't know why it is. You know, you guys saw him up at Ohio State as a two-year starter. But from the get-go, he just doesn't throw interceptions. He has five, fewest in the league. He joins Joe Montana and Tom Brady as the only quarterbacks in history to lead the NFL in average yards passing and uh, touchdown to, to uh, interception differential. And so he has the fewest, but he's only thrown interceptions in three games. And one of me threw three, and he and he won, just like Flacco has. And so ma- mainly he's careful with the ball, but they also throw the ball down the field. They don't dump it off a lot. Now, they've had to dump it off a lot lately because like in that game in Indianapolis Saturday, they were missing their second, third, and fourth receivers. So they had to dump it off to Devin Singletary, their running back, and Dalton Schultz figured into the passing game. But when he's had only – and I think two of the, one of those receivers, Robert Woods, he's at the end of his career, he's back. But mainly, when you have any quarterback, really, but especially a rookie, throwing the ball, they were second in plays of 25 or more yards to the 49ers when he got his concussion. You have Stroud. He's clearly a terrific young quarterback. Is there any Deshaun Watson hangover in Houston, John, or is that history? No, that's history, even though they have one in a four to complete the trade. We'll probably talk about that more when it gets close to the draft. That's one reason Will An- I mean, Will Anderson was acquired with the third overall pick. Casario felt comfortable making that deal, knowing he had the Browns pick. And and uh, so Deshaun's kind of out of sight, out of mind. And I know I've heard he's been rehabbing in, in California, but I think it'd be so, so much fun if Flacco wins the Super Bowl, and then the Browns can't bring him back for 230 million reasons. <laughs> <laughs> would Would you think that's the case? Because John, I think that's the case. I, I agree. I think that. that's the case. Everybody I've talked to up there with the Browns and the media thinks that. Because if you had Flacco, can you imagine he'd be more popular than Kosar and uh, Otto Graham if he won a Super Bowl under these circumstances? And you bring him back, and he's sitting over there on the bench, and Watson throws two interceptions in his first start. My God, the chance, Flacco, Flacco. <laughs> You'd have the biggest quarterback controversy in NFL history. You would. It, it would be absolutely nuts. All right, John, so you brought up Will Anderson a little bit there, who has been sensational this year. Hey, the sack numbers may not be there, but, boy, he always seems to be around the quarterback. He always seems to really be making some noise. That defense has been really good, and it's been Will Anderson and it's been Derek Stingley. What's impressed you with the defense? 
until they played uh, Indy, their run defense was third in the league, giving up 88 yards a game. They hadn't given up an opposing runner rush from 90 yards. You guys know how they limited the Browns to 1.8 per carry. And then Jonathan Taylor ran for 188. And they won, ran for 227 overall, and then they lose the game. So I think they're, they they made some schematic changes in the fourth quarter that Indy came and shut down the run. So I'm guessing they'll shut down the run again in this game, and the Browns will shut down the run again uh, like they did on Christmas Eve. And then you're going to have this game come down to the quarterback. So you got a rookie. Yes, he's a great rookie, but he's still a rookie. And then you got a red hot Flacco. Now, this is kind of game where Flacco might not be able to get away with two or three interceptions like he has in regular season because he's averaging 323 yards a game. But I, I, the Texans' biggest deal is to not let Amari Cooper catch a 53-yard pass on the first play and have 265 yards and two touchdowns. Derek Stingley Jr., who was just named the AFC Defensive Player of the Month, he's been tremendous. But against the Browns, his rating was 109.4. He gave up three receptions and four targets, one touchdown, one interception, and his rating for the season is 55. So that that was probably his worst game. He cannot afford to have that happen again. John, you want to give us a prediction? Yeah, I picked the Browns 24 to 20. Okay. Wonderful to talk to you. And My pleasure. I've admired your work over the years. Glad you're with us in Odyssey Sports Radio 610. Go read John McClain, uh, legend in Houston media. And we appreciate your time. Thank you, John. Thanks, man. My pleasure, guys. Thank you. John McClain joining us on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Unless he can't make it at noon and makes it right now, Brian Anderson, former Indians pitcher, joining us on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Hello, BA. What's up, BA? Well, how we doing, fellas? We're outstanding. It's the day friend. before a playoff game, we're my friend. We're outstanding. Uh, yeah. I, and, and don't you love the fact? that you, you don't have to wait around for it. Tomorrow, settle in, mid-afternoon, first game out of the gate, I am, I am fired up. I am too. That's the anti-Baskin. Andy was really mad that it was the first game because he said if, if the Browns lose, then he has to think about it. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All weekend long, I said, come on, don't think that way. Don't think that way. 
And you know what? Okay, if that were to happen, obviously the game hasn't been played, so that is a possibility. Let's just say that the rest of the weekend you have many distractions, that you don't have to think about it. You can watch other games. Yeah, you're going to be bummed, but, but there are other games. I, I Listen, I kind of figured we were going back and forth on the text chain about what games they would get because, let's, let's face it, you know, you know, when you've got Packers, Cowboys, some of these sexier matchups in name only perhaps – um, Browns, Texans, you know, that's not going to move the needle like some of these other matchups. So you figured they were going to either get the Saturday first game out of the gate or maybe even get the Peacock game where no one could watch it. So, uh, I mean, I, I listen, I think it's, it's the, the best shot that they have. And like I said, I'm, I'm fired up for it. The, the game being tomorrow, uh, can't wait. All right, I'm, I'm pumped with you as well, bud. So Let's look at this from the Texans side of it. I know you've watched a chunk of this. When the when the Browns first went against the Texans, Joe Flacco ate him up. Mark Cooper set the receiving record, all that kind of good stuff. This time around, they're a little bit more healthy, and they've got C.J. Stroud back. Does that change how you're looking at this game and how? One million percent. It, 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 it changes, completely changes the way that I look at this game, and I think for a lot of people. First of all, you know, C.J. Stroud, how about the fact that he rolls into the NFL as a rookie and he leads the NFL in passing yardage per game. It was like 273 and some odd yards a game. Leads the NFL in that category. Also leads the NFL in touchdown to interception ratio. So he not only throws for big yards on average, he doesn't give the ball away. He doesn't turn it over. That's unheard of, uh, you know, for a rookie to, to come out and do that. So, you know, and he's mobile enough. So, yeah, that's a concern, no question about it. And then on the other side, you're talking about the, the improved health of the, the Texans' defense, and I think specifically you're talking about the two rush ends. You're talking about their two rush ends, and we know that, that Flacco can move in the pocket, but Flacco is more of a, a target. Uh, you know, he's going to drop back, want to plant his foot, be on time with his throw, but these defenders and these edge rushers know where he's going to be. And so um, I, I'm sure that we're going to see those, you know, the, the play action where they roll them out, they move them a little bit to try to uh, make it more of a moving target. But, yeah, I, I definitely think it changes the way that you, you think about this game and why it's more concerning, obviously, than, than the first go-round. So we'll see how it plays out. But the other, on the other side of that, you know, Kevin Stefanski is a whole lot smarter than I am. Uh, Jim Schwartz is a whole lot smarter than I am. I mean, Alex Van Pelt, all these guys, they have a better idea – how to do these things and how to attack these uh, you know, other teams a lot more than, than any of us do. So you know that they're going to come up with a great game plan. It's just a matter of who's going to execute at a higher level, as it always comes down to. Brian Anderson joining us. Uh, B.A., the, I, I projected Joe Flacco's passing numbers out over 17 games, what they would be. I mean, he's been on such fire, I just thought, wonder what this would be. And as it turns out, he would have led the NFL in passes, in completions, in yards, in touchdowns, in interceptions. I don't expect that to last. But I wonder, can the Browns put enough together offensively without Flacco having those nutty numbers to win a playoff game or two or three playoff games or who knows how many playoff games? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, the, the talent is there. There's no, no question about it. But I do think that, that Flacco is going gonna, is gonna to have to lead him. Um, you know, he's going to have to be the, the trend center. He's going to have to be able to distribute the ball and get it into the hands of the guys that can make the plays. Um, I, I'll be real interested to see the Browns running game 
Um, I think that when Flacco first came on, the running game was struggling terribly. Um, you started to see it pick up a little bit towards the end of the season. And, and I think that once you get into the playoffs, that becomes, you know, huge for, for any team is, is to be able uh, to run the football effectively enough, especially when the Browns are so good off play action fake. And so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean you have to put up huge numbers running the ball, but it, you have to garner the defense's attention. Um, and so that opens up that, that play action game and, and all of that. So I'll be interested to see how that, that factors in. And that certainly could help take a load off because you're right. It, it's, it's like you could pencil Flacco in for 40, 45 passes a game. That's tough to continue to do over the long haul, especially when you get into the playoffs and you're facing better teams, better defenses. Uh, you know, it's not, not quite, you know, not quite as easy, but listen, who would have thought that he would have done the things that he's already done. I mean, who thought that he would put up the numbers, the leadership and do the things that he's done in the last month and a half. I don't think anybody. So, you know, who knows what this guy's capable of. We know that he's done it before. And he's, he's been Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl champ, so he's been there, done that, and this, is, this moment's not going to phase him. Former Indians pitcher Brian Anderson joining us on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Of course, he's the current uh, Rays color analyst, hosted some Brown shows in town for a good period of time, and massive Browns fan and former season ticket holders. So trust me, the credentials are where you want them. To state, to state the <laughs> yeah. least for BA. If you'd have played left-handed quarterback in the NFL, they'd be a little bit better, but they're pretty dang good. BA. We want the credentials are where we want them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm going to stay in my lane, which yeah, obviously is baseball, but I'm going to tell you, I, I do love football. Um, I, I just absolutely love the sport. I think, in my opinion, it is the ultimate team sport. You, you think about running out 11 guys on a play, a particular play, 10 of the 11 could do their job and the place still fails because one guy. I, I mean, it, it's, it is the ultimate team sport, and it's so uh, fun to watch. And that's why I've been so uh, enamored, maybe a little bit too strong, but why I've been so into this year's team. Because you really feel that one through 53, it's as close-knit of a Cleveland team as we've ever seen in any sport. And so, it, you know, it's just uh, – I don't know. I'm I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps uh, thinking about what this living room is going to look like tomorrow afternoon. All right, BA. As a baseball player, you played in in crummy weather in April, early in the season, and you were fortunate enough to play in some crummy weather, in, you know, in postseason games when it gets cold. And, and baseball in the cold is not good. But <laughs> no, in, in Kansas City coming up, and you know, you you played for the Royals. You know, Kansas City weather can be really nasty. It's supposed to be like around zero for the Dolphins and the Chiefs, and maybe even below zero for that game. It's expected to be one of the coldest games in NFL history. I hate the way that the game gets changed when it's played in really crummy conditions. Is that just part of it, or is there anything the NFL should ever do? You know, The the retractable roofs, to me, are a wonderful idea, but that's not going to happen in every community. Is there anything they, they should do, could do, because, man, I, I just think it changes the game so much. It does. It does. But you know what? That, that's, that's part of it. That's just part of it. You know, the ice bowl. Everybody knows yeah. the ice bowl because it, it was that game and that cold. And that, that certainly changed the dynamics of those two teams. But it's an iconic game in NFL history. So, you know what? That, that's just the, the way it goes. And, and, and it happens to fall on that. And we're all going to tune in. And maybe it'll become – an instant classic like those. This is what I will tell you, though, as a player in that weather. Now, remember, 
back in 97. Uh, I think it was game four of that World Series in Cleveland. It was the coldest World Series game in, in Major League history. We had wind chills that were 16, 17 degrees for that game. It was snowing at times during BP hard enough that when I'm out in right center field shagging, I had a hard time seeing who was hitting in the cage because the skulls were coming in. And I ended up pitching the last three innings of that game, and I did it in short sleeves. And, and, I, and I, you know, the only guy on the field that really didn't have a, you know, a, a, a winter hat on, uh, you know, long sleeves, I went out there in short sleeves. And I did it because, number one, I don't like pitching in sleeves. That, that, that's something I don't like to do. Number two, that's home for me. This is Cleveland. This is home. And it becomes a mindset that for these players, it becomes between the ears because it's cold, it's miserable for everybody. Who can block that out and just go execute their job? And that's why I wanted to go out there. Now, granted, when I was sitting down in that bullpen, I was layered up like you can't believe. But when my name got called and I had to get up and get ready to come into that game, everything came off, including, you know, the, the last set of sleeves that I had on over my jersey. And I said, you know what, it's cold and my arms are freezing, but I'm going to focus on my job. I'm going to get myself ready. And being a pitcher in baseball, it's a little bit of an advantage because you're always constantly moving as opposed to fielders who are standing around a lot of times in between pitches. So, What about as opposed to hitters, B.A.? Well, and that's the other thing. That's where, again, with the mindset. Cold, no one wants to pitch when it's that cold. But guess what? No one wants to hit either. And if you get a guy to hit the ball off the end of the bat or you can jam him and put that buzz in his hands when it's that cold, it's going to last a couple of innings. I mean, it's miserable. It's miserable for everybody. It's who's going to be mentally tougher and say, you know what? Listen, this stinks, but it stinks for all of us. I'm going to go out there and focus on my job. But, but that, my mindset in those type of games was always when it's cold, at least I'm moving all the time. So once I get myself loose and warm, I'm going to stay loose and warm for that inning. And I know that that guy in the batter's box doesn't want to be there. I know he doesn't want to be there. It's miserable. It's cold. And so that's an advantage to me. And, and that's the way I always looked at it. All right, buddy, who wins? Who wins on Saturday? Come on. Are you yeah. really asking yeah, me that? I, I mean, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> there he Cleveland goes. Browns. I just wanted yeah. to hear it. We're, we're just I running just a tally. Know, yeah, hey, do, do they end up going to Baltimore in week two? And does that become oh, the big story? Hey, that, that game right there will get a lot better uh, you know, viewing slot than, than a lot Flacco oh, yeah. going back to Baltimore. Listen, first things first. But I do think that the Browns find a way to, uh, to win this game on the road and beat them for a second time here in the last few weeks. B.A., thanks, buddy. Great to talk to you. You're the man. Talk soon. Yep. Uh, all right, boys, enjoy. We'll be firing up the text tomorrow. You know that. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to it. Brian Anderson <laughs> joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 